Welcome back. Cash Robinson here with the Common Sense Channel. I am your host, your humble host here, and we are live here in Texas. Um, As many of you guys know, I am from DFW. And to say the last couple of days have been challenging uh, would be an understatement. But I tell you what, nothing can take this joy that I have right now. Nothing can take this peace. Nothing can rob me of my perspective. Um, You know, a lot of the things that we've talked about in the last three months, common sense, practical thinking, analytical thinking, right? When you observe these shows, And I invite you to go back um, and listen to some of the content if you haven't. Um, But but none of the things we're seeing right now is a shock or, you know, you know, it's so many different things that I think about. Um, uh, But at the same time. I'm overwhelmed with joy. I'm overwhelmed with uh, gratitude. And I'll tell you why. Number one, I'm still breathing. Number two, my family, my extended family, everyone's okay. Um, Is being stripped of electricity and, you know, uh, plumbing, a bad thing, uh, a hassle, a frustration, um, and a downright necessity when, when, when temperatures are, you know, zero, absolutely. Um, but, um, if you've been preparing yourself and if you've been wrapping your mind around the way the world is at this point, uh, you would know that in a situation like Monday and Tuesday and even Wednesday, in a situation like that, number one, you're on your own. And your number one goal is survival. Okay, once you wrap your mind around that, um, then you have to, you know, weigh up different costs. You have to analyze the situation and you have to pick the most common sense approach to everything you do. Now, friends, let me tell you what I mean by that. When we lost power, we already had some wood, but we were out of wood essentially in a day, day and a half. Uh, We were out without power over 40 hours. I stopped counting at around 40, but it wasn't quite two days. So we ran out of wood in probably the first 24 hours or so. Uh, It was around 20 degrees or so inside the house. So as I'm burning fire, as I'm burning firewood, I'm starting to think about all the places that I go to uh, that I would be able to get to where there's 
fallen trees and logs literally everywhere. Some not too far from the house. So I'm weighing the cost of, of, of getting out. Uh, you know, there's a hill I have to, you know, traverse. There's, you know, there's a lot of different things that you have to figure out. You don't want to mess up your vehicles. So, you know, but survival is key. So we immediately went to those places that we could get to and get back safely where there was firewood literally and lumber just laying around. All you had to do was go out and collect it. Uh, you know, we had a barbecue pit. We had a grill. So food, we, we never had ran out of food. Food was, was being cooked at all times. Um, we had plenty of bottled water. So washing your hands and so forth was not an issue. Uh, now the bathroom was a was a whole nother story, and um, I'm not going to go into to all that. But you know, you can just imagine, and there's no nothing open, um, no facilities around. Hotels are filled up, so you know you got to figure it out. But luckily, on that end, you know. I've worked in, in different extremes in terms of in vehicles and stuff, and sometimes it's hard to get to the bathroom. Um, just different things in life to where, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I'm, I'm out in the, the forest, different situations. So, again, those survival skills, that being out in the woods mentality, a lot of those things weren't an issue for me. Some of the people in the house, another story. But we quickly figured out, hey, it's about survival. It's about getting through this. So, again, a little bit of preparation and a survival mentality and knowing, you know, what state we're in in terms of, you know, the cavalry isn't coming. And I think for a lot of people, a lot of reports that I've read, a lot of stories I've seen online and, and on, on TV, I think a lot of people, it took them hours to figure out that they were alone or that they were on their own. Can I say it like that? And that, you know, depending on the power company, depending on the government, um, depending on your local mayor, your local uh, representatives was not going to get you through this, you know. And, and, you know, as I read the stories and seen people's reactions and so forth, I think for a lot of people, um, it, it took them some time to, to, to figure that part of it out. But I was proactive. I had a fire going inside the house and outside the house. Like, you know, as things unwinded and unraveled, you know, basically the bathroom was the number one um you know, issue and grievance. Now, of course, it was cold, and I, I, I typically, am, am, you know, like to be in a uh, warmer climates. You know, this is Texas. It's hot a lot, and I'm, I, I'm, you know, acclimated to the heat, so I'm not a person that would uh, enjoy the cold. And really, this took me back to boot camp, going to uh, Great Lakes in November. Yeah, that was real smart. Texas boy going up to a Great Lakes in the middle of November. You're getting uh, wind off the Great Lakes. It's extremely cold. 
and we marched in it and we performed all the things that you normally do in the summertime in the wintertime. So needless to say, I mean, again, there's preparation there. It was uncomfortable, um, you know, but you put on multiple layers of clothes, you know, and, and many blankets as you, can, as you can get on your body, and 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 you know you you weather through it. Um, again, preparation, a certain mentality, and you know it's not it's not going to affect you the same way um, as some of the people you you saw. In fact, my energies were worrying about some of the elderly people or older people on my block on the street um, and making sure they were okay, making sure they could get out. You know, they didn't need wood or, or what have you. My neighbor, he, they're older. You know, so it, those types of things. You put your energies into helping other people. Again, you know, no one's coming. You have to figure this stuff out on your own. My heart went out to people with children, small children in the house, elderly parents or grandparents, you know, and having to, to, to deal with other issues like, you know, medicine taking and, and or diapers or, you know, just all different types of conditions where you need uh, more resources. And that's, 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 you know, my heart went out to those people um, and prayers. But... Um, you know, none of this, none of the the fallout, if you will, let me address that. The fallout of this, none of this stuff is surprising. No one should be surprised that you know, the power stations were not winterized. Nobody should be, especially if you're a lifelong born here Texan, nobody should be surprised that, that we're living under deregulation and that there are very little in the way of checks and balances, meaning basically the, the 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 wolf has the key to, or the fox has the key to the to the to the hen house. It's been that way. I remember hearing about this uh, as a young man, uh, you know, 18, 19. So, I mean, they they had been arguing for uh, a formal deregulation, and mind you, we were already on our own grid. So, because that's been in place. So, um, you know, that part of it wasn't a, everybody knows it's a good old boy system as far as that is concerned. And that shouldn't have been a surprise to anybody. It shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that our politicians were totally inept, totally um, caught up in their own grievances and, and petty fights and infighting and power grabs and, um, you know, opportunities to, 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 to bash their enemies instead of making themselves available. You know, the top official in the state, you know, hadn't even reached out to the biggest city in the state uh, six or seven o'clock last night. These people aren't even talking. They're not communicating. The mayor said he's reaching out. He hadn't received a phone call back. But I'm seeing the other guy on every uh, news channel available. Every camera that are cut on in the state, he's there. But he hadn't even reached out to the most populous 
city in the state. And this is the type of breakdowns, communication breakdowns, uh, people dropping the ball left and right. Again, it shouldn't be a surprise to any anyone. These are the same people that have, you know, see no evil, hear no evil, understand no evil uh, when it came to the prior administration. They literally threw away their morals, threw away their backbones. Um, and so the, these are the people in control here. And, you know, instead of addressing the real issues, the first soundbite we get is a jab at green energy, which has absolutely nothing to do with um, the overall problem and issue with this system. The main issue was that many of the power providers were not winterized. And of course, you know, we don't get that much cold. They're more set up for running in the summertime. Uh, but you can't have a system, a power plant that, you know, can function in the hottest of hot as well as function in the coldest of cold. We don't have that system because that system, that infrastructure costs money. It costs being down. It costs retrofitting. It costs man hours. It costs materials. So it's a very expensive proposition. And because there's no oversight, they were allowed to do it. Listen, a rolling blackout, by definition, is not a blackout that lasts 40 plus hours. In fact, there's still some people in the state, there's still some people in the city that don't have power. The bipolar nature of this whole event was that you could literally drive two streets over and they hadn't lost any power the entire time. Go over another block or two and the people hadn't had power for, for, for you know, 36 hours or more. No communication, no proper oversight, no common sense leads to a situation where several people have have passed away because they got too cold and basically froze to death in their houses or in their cars. We don't even know all of those numbers yet, of course. People are falling in. I mean, you know, I'm not even going to get into all the the different little coincidentals, but, uh, you know, we don't know what the total loss will be in terms of life, in terms of, uh, we're not even getting to money damages, but just overall, you know, we have a problem. We, we have a real problem. We got a lot of old piping, a lot of old plumbing in these cities. We had a lot of mains, uh, water main breaks, old cast iron piping. Lord knows what's leaching into the water system. You know, there's some real infrastructure questions. There's some real issues. I mean, and this stuff has been coming up, but we have money for, you know, for all different kinds of things, friends. You know, the most money of any nation times many multiples 
money going into defense. But we can't even defend our capital. Yeah, I'm going to let that pause for a second. We have infrastructure problems and issues. The only thing we can build are stadiums for entertainment and toll roads for private corporations and private prisons. That's the only thing we can build. Everything else gets patched. This is what you're dealing with. Let me say it like this. All these things are working together to cause us to be better people. To cause us to be less selfish, more mindful that life is sensitive, that life is precious. All these things are causing us to be better people if we let it. We can choose to be negative. We can choose to say, woe is me. We can choose to fight up against certain things. But at the end of the day, if you just look at the different challenges that you're having to face, it's allowing you to connect to the true you. Because at the end of the day, our ancestors, before civilization as we know it, were hunter-gatherers. They walked around and they hunted game and they gathered berries and fruits and, 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 and fibrous leaves from you know different trees and plants. And they and they survived. They lived good, they lived long lives, they were healthy, great muscle mass great muscle to, to, to fat ratio. And then you got us. You know, give me convenience, right? Give me, give it to me fast. Give it to me quick. Everything's on a, on a, on a platter. You don't want to go out, pick up your phone. You don't even have to talk to a human being. You can press a few buttons And 30 minutes later, your dinner of choice, your lunch of choice is at your front door. This is where we're at. We're leading the world in diabetes. We're leading the world in obesity. We're leading the world in cancer. These challenges are trying, I believe, are trying to make you the best you you can be. And wherever you are on the continent, right? Wherever you are in the world, you may have not faced the challenges of this past week. But it still behooves you to not only have empathy, but also to prepare. Because trust me, friends, consider that some calamity, some problem, some issue, whether it be man-made or natural, is perhaps heading your way. 
And I don't want that for you. I'm not claiming that for you. I'm telling you that these things are natural progression. Man's tampering with nature. Man's political unrest on, on in basically every major country on the globe. You know, man's greed. All these things are interacting and playing with one another and, you know, creating these different events. And for America, you know, we have multiple events happening at the same time that we're trying to fix. And, and many countries have faced these types of challenges before. They, they understand what it means to have a typhoon and, and then a hurricane and then the outbreak of cholera. And then, you know, they understand all these different, different things happening at one time. But most Americans are not used to it. So I believe this, the, these things, all these different things coming together at one time is trying to strip us of our arrogance, strip, of, strip us of our comfort, Strip us of our, this me first selfishness, this church of I, and this church of me, and put us in a place to where we not only need other people, but other people need us. The reason why many people survived and even thrived during this situation is because they didn't wait for some some organization or some leader from somewhere to come and tell them what to do. They proactively acted. And when you show up to the place where people are, are, are doing things to help, you don't wait for somebody to tell you to do something. You just get in where you fit in. You literally use your talents, whatever they may be, if your feet work great, if your hands work great, if your mind works great, put all those things together and let's accomplish something. If boxes need to be picked up, if 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 strategy needs to be done, if log- if logistics needs to be worked out, if we have health concerns, health issues, medical, all those things need to come together and whatever your expertise is or whatever your training is, you just jump in and you make it happen. You don't wait for people or, or, or the government to tell you what you need to do and how you need to respond. Trying to make you more of a better you. I'm not, even though I'm itching to, because I'm, I'm on a positive roll here and I want to stay here, but I'm not going to mention people getting on planes and going to Cancun. I think, you know, situations like that show you are only, again, you shouldn't be shocked. You shouldn't be shocked. Um, Public servants use their offices to serve themselves. You know, at this point, mostly. Uh, So you shouldn't be shocked. Um... Even if I 
could have got, you know, even if I fly, right, which I don't really like to fly. I did a lot of flying. I've talked about it before. I'm good on flying, right? But even if I enjoyed flying, you know, I wouldn't have flew. I wouldn't have tried to, you know, run from this storm. During it, after it, I mean, you know, before it happened. Um, and I'm not even a public servant. If I was, I certainly wouldn't leave my constituency. I would make myself available. You never know what phone call may come. You never know what you might be asked to do, where you need to be, you know, what strategies need that your input could could change or affect. You need to be on the ground. You need to be available. The best ability is availability. And you can't be available on a trip out the country on pleasure. Um... If the trip was pre-planned, you cancel the trip. You cancel the trip. And you figure out where you can help and where you can assist your state. You Again, availability. Some, you know, I've seen on TikTok, some are not, you know, not concerned. They're saying, hey, no big deal. But I think, again... We're we're in such a tribal mode right now that, you know, it doesn't matter what your guy does. Just as long as you don't, you know, acknowledge the other side is right. Or just as long as you don't acknowledge the other side's opinion. Uh, It's, you know, we're, we're throwing common sense out the door in the effort to win arguments. Or in an effort to bolster your side. And to me, I mean, it's ridiculous. Because if my guy or, you know, or my party, which I'm, I'm not, you know, affiliated with neither party. But I'm saying, you know, you have to acknowledge people's faults, period. Regardless of, you know, what party affiliation you are. And never before mom and Joe, you know, just regular people have, we've, 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 we've got to the point to where now we, we just disagree just to disagree. Like there's, there's, there's no middle ground. There's no acknowledgement, just regular human common sense, like acknowledge, well, maybe that, that didn't look right. Or maybe. Maybe he shouldn't have done that. We, we, you know, we just jumped to, you know, you're wrong. And that's why I don't really like discussing politics with people that are firmly rooted in some type of party affiliation. Because I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm looking at the needs of the people. I'm looking at what we need. Right? Our infrastructure. Our schools. Uh our health care, the taxing situation. You know, I'm looking at the equalities. I'm looking at common sense approaches that would easily make people's, you know, lives better. As I feel like most of us should be doing. And we vote for the candidate that is closest to that, to that model. And if he doesn't do right, you get his butt out of there. No matter what party he's on, he's in, 
You know, because if it's not for we the people, then who is it for? Winning some dumb argument? So, I mean, on top of all of that, friends, you know, we still have COVID going on. Vaccines, you know, it's an iffy situation. Hopefully, you know, trucks can get back on the roads today and start delivering uh, vaccines. But but people are still passing away, left and right. You know, had a story of uh, another person. Um, I can't remember if they were famous or not, or just a regular person. Might have been a teacher. But she passed away uh, the day after getting the vaccine. Uh, you know, other famous people dying this week, excuse me, from um, from COVID. So, I mean, th- those things are, are still there. We, we have people out of work. Um, you know, there, there are uh, lots of different things that we have to work through. Again, we have to approach this thing with positive. Um, I'm seeing locally a, a uptick in murder-suicide situations. You know, and when I'm seeing the stories and how they're developing, because a couple of our local officers were shot, I believe, Thursday. And, and when I'm looking at the information and the stuff I'm seeing, I, I'm thinking people are just frustrated. People are tired. They, they've been in the house with their significant other for days. You know, people, people, you know, have bills. They, they have credit card uh, debt. They have, you know, student loan debt, all these different things. You got political unrest. And, you know, I think people are arguing, fighting. And then, you know, it just it just goes to that. It breaks out in in violence. And that's why I'm saying. The only way we're going to make it through this is being positive, is being thankful. Cherish your loved one, whoever it may be, your special, your significant other. Don't fight with them. Right now, that person is your strength. Don't, 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 you know, do things. Don't take out your frustration on the other person just because they're there with you. Do whatever you can do to avoid a fight, avoid an argument. Because under these stressful conditions, you know, a regular fight can turn into something crazy. Right now, y'all need to be supportive of one another and loving towards each other. And, you know, those little petty disagreements or that normal stuff that makes you upset or, or, or makes you... Uh, gets on your nerves or whatever the situation may be, avoid even giving that any energy right now. Because right now, you need only positive vibes around you. You need to be surrounded with positivity. Because there's no telling, you know, how long this thing is going to, you know, last. It's no telling how long the different repercussions are going to take to set in. You have people that are being hit with $25,000 light bills, $18,000 light bills. 
there's going to be a lot of fallout. I'm literally listening to my water run right now in the back because we finally got the water on and I had, you know, the lines open so that they wouldn't freeze. My particular city was affected. Our water was affected. So the city's pressure started going down. And when the city's pressure started going down on the system, the faucets froze up. So one of the pipes in the wall popped. Uh, thank God only one room was really affected and, and bedroom suit and all that kind of stuff. We've got to get that, you know, taken care of and we're working on that. But now I'm literally listening to water running in the back. So there's no telling what the water bill is going to be. So people, we are not out of the woods. It's, it's going to be lots of different fallout. But we have to thank God that we're, we're alive right now. That we're strong if, you're, if your mind still functions, if your, your hands still work, if your feet still, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to thank God for just the basics, the fundamentals. You still got your family. Nobody's died. Nobody, you haven't lost anybody to COVID. You haven't lost anybody on the highway. Remember, we had a 100-plus car pile up on the freeway Monday. You know, multiple people lost their lives literally like 15 miles from me, 15 miles on the same highway. So, you know, there's plenty to be thankful for. You didn't freeze to death. You, you, you weren't killed or hurt by uh, the roof caving in from too much snow on top of the house or, or from water damage in these old homes and, and, and people were injured that way. We've had calamity after calamity. Everything you can imagine, including people losing pets, on lakes and in 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 in, in, in uh, backyard swimming pools and falling in and hurting themselves and losing lives. We've we've had all different kinds of different calamities and issues. Now is the time to try to be as positive and thankful and gracious. Handle the things you can handle, what you can't handle. Give it over to the Lord. I mean, literally. Give that thing over. Things you can't change, don't worry about it. You know, you, you have to weigh everything. Survival is number one. And that's not just physical. It's not just that you need water, you need food. You need the right emotional state. You need the right spiritual situation. You need to be connected to something. Because if you're not, when the mighty winds and the waters roll in, you'll just blow with the wind. You'll go off with the tide. But see, when you're connected, when you're rooted in something, when you uh, you know understand certain principles, then it's no problem to make it uh, you know, a couple days with no water, a couple of days with, with no heat. There's no problem. You, you just roll with the punches and, and you thank God that you weren't out there on the highway. You thank God that, you know, all these different calamities, you know, you avoid it and you, you pray for the people that are going through it. And you have compassion for those folks. You know, everybody's, you know, uh, unconcerned until it happens to you. Right. And then people want people to be concerned for when it happens to you. That's why empathy is a powerful thing to me. 
I think a, a lot of times in life you can avoid things if you're not only concerned about what happens to other people, but you know, you identify with that pain or you identify with that loss. I think that's a way sometimes to avoid it happen to you. Not, you know, natural disasters, but just in the context of life, like having empathy for others, understanding how things happen to other people. Sometimes you're able to avoid those things because you took time to analyze somebody else's pain, to analyze somebody else's issue. That wisdom that you take from that could actually help you avoid a similar decision or ending up in a similar place. But I'm I'm thankful that I'm still here. It's Saturday. It's a beautiful day. Sun's out. The ice is melting. Uh, there's plenty of things to tackle, plenty of things to do, but I just wanted to share with you guys, you know, um, live from Texas, it's going to be all right. Nothing, absolutely nothing can take my joy. Nothing can make me stumble from this certain path. I'm so excited because I've been doing, um, a, a lot of preparations And and we're starting to, you know, turn the corner again and we're looking at land and, you know, nothing is stopping where we're headed and what the ultimate goal is. Nothing is stopping that. And now more than ever, people need to understand that it's time. It's time to put yourself in a situation where you are self-sufficient. It's time To rely on only you. And I've done shows about it. We're at a point. In terms of technology. Where you can live off the grid. On your own grid. You know people say. Well you're living off the grid. Yeah you're off these people's grid. But at the same time. You're creating your own grid. Your own infrastructure. And in a situation like this. There's plenty of people in the. In the. In in the DFW. Um. who weren't as affected were not as as a affected excuse me not as affected as you know some some other folk and I know for a fact some people in the country they were fine and unbothered by this and so that's where we want to be that's that's where we're headed and uh, you know I've been talking about this for you know the last maybe I don't know wow to family members probably Man, north of north of ten years. Um, I'm kind of sad to say that we put action in making making uh, you know an actual deal last year. Uh, COVID came in and messed that thing up. Uh, but you know, and some of the things related to that particular property were somewhat of a deal killer. But we are about to turn the corner on that again, and I'm getting excited. And, you know, many people are doing it and I'm going to continue to spread the word about it because, you know, uh, there's plenty of properties on on the market. You know, you, you can't steal my blessing and you can't stop what what, you know, what's for me is going to be for me. Right. And 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 so I want to continue to encourage people uh, to do it, to look at putting yourself in a uh 
in a self-sufficient situation. Um, if you had generators, if you had solar power and the right setup, people, you, you would have been in a situation where you would have power. If you had the cisterns, if you had your own well, right? If I had my own well, my own cistern system, whatever the situation, however I was going to do it, there's multiple different ways you can do it. But I would have had water. I would have had hot water. So in the middle of this, unfortunately, when people are, 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 are you know, in a bad way, we could have been self-sufficient. You know, and it's twofold, right? Not only are you self-sufficient, but you're you're helping your 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 local authorities handle the people that really need the help. You know, if more of us would have been in a situation where we we would have known how to cut off our water systems, if we would have had the tools laying around to do it, because some of them require like a, a little key, and then some of them just require like a monkey wrench. But people went out there and messed that up. Like they broke their 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 valves and stuff and messed up everybody's water on, on that line. You know, we had like a lot of different issues. And a lot of it was self-inflicted. Like we, you know, we were already in the middle of a storm, but people complicated things. You know, people were out driving, they didn't have to drive. You have an accident. Here comes ambulance. Here comes police officers. You're taking resources where they could have been out rescuing an elderly person, you know, just trapped in their house or something. You know, the list goes on and on. So I'm not just saying that from an arrogant standpoint. Oh, I want to be self-sufficient. I want to have my own. Uh, you know, the rest of you people that that aren't financially able or or, or not, you know, mentally you know, convinced yet you're on your own. No, that's not my approach. My approach is for whatever reason, right? That's where we're at. And it's a good thing because the resources that are needed, police, fire, uh, the electric grid, all those different things, the more we're self-sufficient, the more we can handle our own stuff, the more they can, can make sure power is in the right places like hospitals and 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 you know nursing homes and all those different places that need the power like need it need the power because these people can't get up go outside collect firewood come back light the fire and keep themselves warm these people need oxygen machines you know what i mean so while you sitting there in your house you cold and you mad because you don't need heat at least you didn't need an oxygen machine you know, where, you know, every breath you feeling like it's your last because you don't have your machine. So there's levels, levels to this, my friends. And that's why I'm saying, you know, it's time. You know, God sent me, uh, you know, a video. Some guys, I guess they were releasing Jordan somewhere. It was New York or somewhere. People fighting outside. Like, how many pairs of Jordans do you need, people? Like what, what material thing at this point in your life is going to save you from what's coming? If we think these storms are going to stop, that things are magically going to get better and life is all of a sudden going to start reversing in a course where, you know, there's less issues. You got another thing coming. There are 
things that are literally on a time clock. Our infrastructure is on a time clock. It's just a matter of time for these things just, you know, find themselves where we have flints all over the country, where you have issues getting water to people all over the country. I believe all these things are just in their beginning phases. When we look at our weather events, when we look at where our weather events are happening, when we look at the strengthening of these weather events, and, you know, the, 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 the amount, the sheer number of these events happening, they're increasing in frequency, they're increasing in power. If we think all of a sudden we're going to approach the next couple of weeks, months, or years, and these things lessen, I, I think you, you, you know, I think you're being disingenuous. Anybody that's been paying attention in the last 20 years has seen an uptick in everything: an uptick in forest fires and wildfires, an uptick in you know extremes, right? Extreme heats, extreme colds. Powerful hurricane systems, powerful tornadoes, freak the frequency of the hurricanes, the frequency of the tornadoes, the frequency of the raining and floods. All these things are, are working together, friends. You have the deterioration of the family, the deterioration of values, morals. People are Selling themselves left and right on the internet. Right? You got people selling themselves for fame. You got themselves selling themselves for money. Flesh is a commodity. Morals are out the window. Any self-respect is out the window. As long as it's attached to a bag or attached to fame. People are more violent than ever. People here, you know, young and old, will, 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 will take you out for the slightest grievance, for the slightest disrespect or misunderstanding. People will take it to the ultimate without doing research, without, without thinking through the process, without thinking what's going to happen to me tomorrow, what's going to happen to life the next day, my children, my, my family, my mother, it doesn't, my, it doesn't matter. People will kill you in a heartbreak, a heartbeat. We had a young man, I'm not going to say his name, but here in the South, and my prayers went to his family when I, when I heard the story, um, but lost his, his grandparents in a tragic fire behind some street beef. You know, this culture is just, it's, it's got to stop. It's out of control. We have more challenges right now than ever before. And these, you got people out settling beef. Oh, we couldn't find you. So we, 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 we shot up your grandparents and killed them and burned them. This is the type. These are the different extremes, the different mentalities. People are just losing their minds, man. And if you think this is going to get better, it's not. It's not going to get better. We're here now. 
You got a whole generation of children that basically raise themselves. They don't have no respect for you, for, for, for themselves, for life, nothing. You got a, a whole generation uh, 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 of other folk who are incapable of seeing people as equal. You got another generation of folk that are completely entitled and believe even being forced to wear a mask is some type of uh, slavery. It's some some type of uh, stripping them of their freedoms because they have to wear a mask. We're in trouble. We are in trouble. So, you know, it, it pays to be aware. It pays to, 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 to know what's going on. It pays to prepare mentally, physically. You know, if you can't run a mile without, like, falling out and dying, I'd work on that. I, I would seriously work on that. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't physically do physical activity and, you you know, you're a younger person or what have you, and you, you run out of breath, uh, you know, real quick, no, you know, maybe you should work on your stamina. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Because you, you're going to, there's a chance that, that you may need, you know, those, you may need that stamina to survive. And I don't mean, you know, that you necessarily be running from something in fear. I'm just saying it, 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 you know, survival might call for you to be a physically able person. That's what I'm saying. You know, work on your balance, work on your stamina, work on, uh, you know, just, just, just uh, building up your strength, if you will. Because I believe that we're headed for a situation where it's going to be on you to survive. You may not be able to pull up to the McDonald's if you eat McDonald's and, and, and get a get a number one. They may not they might not be open. I just watch people that basically willing to throw it all away less than a month and a half. You know, I, there's no telling where all this stuff leads because a lot of these people are still in power, and you know. Life as we know it is changing. And you have to be prepared for whatever that change may be. You have to be prepared to survive. Period. Now, am I saying be paranoid, you know, buy you 30 guns? No, because when that lights went off and that water went off, you can't drink guns and bullets. You can't heat your house with the heat, if you know what I mean, right? So, so no, it's it's not about, you know, all these different things. It's about being prepared and ready for whatever, whatever that may take. And the reason why I denoted to the story about the Jays is because our mentality, the, the Jordans, it's a shoe here, it's expensive, uh, well, it's all over the world, so... Everybody knows what I'm talking about, but and, and for many people, they shouldn't be buying Jordans. 
Like, that's not what you need right now. You need you need a lot of other things. Reserves, savings, right? Your bills paid on time. Right? There's a lot of other things that you credit built. All these different things. And not to say people that wear, wear Jordans don't have those things, because some of them do. A lot of them do. But I'm saying there's a lot of people, I'm looking at the line, and a lot of those folks, let me tell you something. Those Jordans was probably the last priority. To me, if you're not working with several hundred thousand dollars, you shouldn't even be messing with no Jordans. Like, that should be the last thing you're thinking about. Financial counselors would tell you, uh, you know, you shouldn't even buy a fifty or sixty thousand dollar car until you have a million dollars in the bank. Dave Ramsey will tell you that, and only then you go and buy buy a cash, because he's talking about being prepared, being in a situation where you you're not worried, right? Where you don't have any issues. And one thing that I was thankful and I received a lot of positive feedback for it in the house, we were prepared in terms of. Everything we needed, financially, whatever we got to do, like, there was no issue. There was never an issue or even a concern on that level because there's been preparation. Because I don't spend on frivolous stuff. I haven't had a phone for like a week and a half. Maybe, yeah, it's like a week and a half now. I have my backup phone. And listen, I can do everything on there with the Wi-Fi and... You know, I haven't missed a beat besides actually physically talking on the phone, which, you know, I have back channels where I can talk to the people. But the point I'm trying to make, you know, I don't really talk on the phone that much anyway, but the point I'm, you know, trying to get across is that, you know, uh, a lot of that kind of stuff, that's, that shouldn't be important at this point. At this point, you should be focused on, you know, macro and that's just not, that's something for immediate gratification. You should work on the type of gratification that comes with being, you know, truly successful, truly independent, truly a boss in how you move and how you approach life. That's, it takes longer, but it's a bigger satisfaction. It's a bigger gratification. And the closer I get there, the more I get that sense of, you know, it's a different place. I remember buying, you know, because I've told you guys I'm re- I was really into cars. I'm still a big car guy. But, you know, there were some things I needed to knock out first before I got real heavy in the scene. And don't get me wrong, the two cars I have are really nice. I, You know, I, I thank God for them. You know, but I'm just saying I, I used to do three, four, five, six, seven cars at one time. All of them hooked up. All on rims. Couple of them with, you know, sound systems and stuff in them. You know, all of them tinted, or if I was rolling an all glass house, they were all glass house. So I've had, you know, that's a passion of mine. But I was telling somebody, you know, I remember a time where, you know, a couple, you know, I remember a time basically, not to put you all in the in the situation, but I remember a time I'd be kicking myself right now because I'd been on spent four or five grand on on some for a car. And then this hit, and now I got all different kind of problems where, you know, I needed to stay in a hotel. I needed to, you know, 
my water went out. The lights was fine, but when the water went out, after a day or two, we had to get somewhere, right? So all these different things were happening. I'm going to have to repair bed furniture, you know, with insurances. They, they sending you a check after you spend money, you know what I mean? So all these things require cash. You still got to eat. Your food in the refrigerator is messed up, you know, if you didn't prepare. Now, we put our stuff outside. It was fine because it was cold outside in bags and stuff. But I'm just saying, like, you know, we still had to eat. When we went to the hotel, you got to eat. You got to drink. All this stuff requires cash. And if you're spending money trying to look like you have money, when something like this hits, you're not going to have no real money. You're not going to, you're going to be worried about where your next meal coming from. And for a lot of us, even people that live check to check, like you can balance and put yourself in a situation where you're not living check to check if you have a certain approach. And again, being more responsible with your resources, putting yourself in a better situation takes weight off of the overall infrastructure, which helps everybody. Thank y'all for listening. I'm probably going to do another show, another part two to this. I just wanted to put something out there and let y'all know I'm good. Um, and we're just going to keep marching on. We're going to keep on being positive. We're going to keep on hitting this thing with common sense. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to the rest of 2021. Thank y'all, friends. We'll talk soon. Common Sense Channel, your host, Cash Robinson.